You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that encourages mindfulness, gratitude, and hopefully an occasional laugh. I'm Mark Reed, a former college professor and lawyer. Now I live in the countryside of Japan, make traditional Japanese paper, and try to make myself and the world a little better today than it was yesterday. I'm here twice a week, either with research and observations or talking with inspiring, artistic, and influential people. The idea is to bring some calm and kindness to the world and help you do the same. Hey, here we are. Well, fellows, welcome back. I, uh, I am joined once again by my cohorts, Andy Rickles and Rob Crotline. We discuss politics. There you go. Uh, we discuss politics, media, and other social issues, among other things. I mean, Andy keeps pushing for us to do an episode on uh, Harry Styles. Uh, I don't, I don't think we're ready for that yet, but we're moving in that. <laughs> uh, so welcome. Welcome, guys. We got to give the people what they want, man. <laughs> Everybody wants no. one here. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> so I'm not going to do an extensive setup this time, except to say that uh, on the one hand, we're not, none of us are political economic theory scholars. Uh, we're not currently working on publishing academic level writing on the topic. And we're not likely to be invited on Meet the Press anytime soon. They're lost. <laughs> well, you know, maybe in the near future. But uh, I do want to use that to our advantage. Um, you know, I mean, you can check those shows out already if you're a political junkie. And I'm sure that one of the, or the three of us probably do sometimes. But, um, but the three of us are learned men uh, by some measure, and we do vote. Basically, I want to have a conversation for people who aren't into politics, um, but they still want to vote, and they want to vote wisely. So I think the topic of the day is of critical importance, and, uh, and there, there might be some swear words in here because I, I'm, I'm somewhat mo emotionally invested in this particular topic. So my question is, what the fuck is wrong with the word socialism? My, uh, my goal, <laughs> yes, and uh, we're, we're, don't worry, we're going to start with you, Rob. But uh, my goal is this, uh, to those that listen, uh, as with anything else I talk about here, like religion, I don't have a goal of converting you or anything like that. I value differences of opinion. I, I don't want to convert anybody to socialism. Uh, I, I'm not even myself yet here advocating socialism. However, I, I think this show is about practical reality, about being down to earth and about being real, you know, and not being about ideology, uh, an ideologue or a demagogue. You know, I don't care which side of the aisle you sit on, make a rational argument. That's what I care about. Uh, so with that, I'm going to go to a very rational person, even if I don't always agree with his rationale. Um, Rob, what the fuck is wrong with word socialism? <laughs> rational Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think the main thing is, is uh, you know, first, it is dependent upon where you're coming from. And so, um, you know, socialism simply means uh, where the workers own the means of production through some entity. And depending on what brand of socialism we're talking about, it could be a worker cooperative, it could be the government as well. Um, so I think, you know, the first problem you have is that there are some people who don't like that, who don't agree with that. They think that there's nothing wrong with capitalism and private corporations owning stuff. And so they don't like socialism. Um, and then I think the bigger problem uh, for socialists is that uh, Marx's writings um, 
you know, capital, I mean, uh, uh, communism and Marxism are, are fundamentally different than socialism, but Marx basically posited, and, and many others as well, that socialism was but a stepping stone along the way to capitalism. And but so that's wrong. Um, that's wrong. You have, well, I mean, you can disagree with Marx all you want, but he did say <laughs> I do that I do that that there was that that socialism would come first. Well, that fuck, basically, fuck what he his, said. I get what he said, but what he didn't he he's not the be all end all. I'm not a motherfucking Marxist. So like right. I, this is what drives me insane is to to group those two as if they're inextricably linked. Like I I. I favor some social programs. Oh, then you're a Marxist. What bullshit? Right. It's offensive. Right. It's offensive. Well, it's, it, it's because politicians, mainly on the right, have weaponized the word and they lump it in with words like communist and Marxist. Um, and and I mean that it, it, this is not you know the, the same issue, but one of the big things that a lot of uh, conservative pundits are saying about critical race theory is it's Marxist. Um, I'm not even like I've never heard anybody. Explain exactly how the fuck it is Marxist, uh, but that's, that's the, the scare quote that they use um, because especially among our older generation that lived through the Cold War and things like that, communism is still the big enemy. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's a little different for us because, you know, I mean, we were, you know, the Berlin Wall fell and, and you know, Russia fell apart. Uh, and there, so it it's not, doesn't have the same gravity for us. There are only... There are only four Marxist countries in the world, China, Vietnam, Laos, and Cuba. Only four that you could, you could somewhat attribute the label of Marxism to. There is not a single member of Congress. There's not a congressman, a congresswoman. There's not a senator. No one that's represented in our federal government advocates a system like China, Vietnam, Laos, or Cuba. That is okay, here's, here's part of the problem. You know, I, both of you are right. They, they are fundamentally That's not the different. problem. That's the answer, and, brother, but go on. And they, they are fundamentally different, and it has been weaponized by the right um, where they, you know, link it. Now, with that said, the the left does not help themselves when they try to make this argument that, look, it's not a domino theory. Like, you know, the domino theory doesn't work here. Like just because if we went socialist a little bit, doesn't mean that we're going to go Marxist, but there's plenty of the times when they make, when the left makes arguments, uh, take gun control, for instance, when they say, uh, they've been saying for 20, 30 years, nobody's coming to take your guns. Well, then we have a, a, a very prominent politician during the presidential campaign, get up on a stage and say, hell yes, we're coming for your guns. And then there's plenty of people on Twitter saying, you're you're referring to Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. And it well, okay. And then, yeah, Beto O'Rourke said that, but then you also had president Biden saying, I'm going to make this guy, my gun controls are who's, who's, I mean, so he's, you're, you're giving tacit approval to this, this notion that, you know, for years we've been saying nobody's coming to take your guns except, Oh wait, maybe we are. And so you can understand a little bit why some people, and I'm not one of these people, but I, I, I understand why some people might say, uh, okay, your argument that socialism isn't going to lead to 
communism, it could be a little bit disingenuous because you've, you, you know, you've let us down a path before where you've denied where it goes. And, you know, here we are. I do disagree with it. It's a well, I don't disagree that, that, I don't. I don't disagree that the left is a mess. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, that, okay. We all are. Right. I can, I can um, go along with that. I, the whole the, system's the, a mess. Right. The problem I have is everything. Just you know, anytime somebody doesn't agree with something, the first thing they go to is the slippery slope argument. Well, if you if you if you if we have universal health care, then Taylor Swift isn't going to be able to release albums anymore. Um, I've heard it in religion. If you don't believe that you know, if you don't believe that Genesis is literal, then you know you can't be a Christian. Like there. It, did the you slippery slope argument is just kind of a lazy ass way um, yeah, did, did, to not really make an argument at all. For, and, and, I, and I'm not throwing that on you, Rob, because you know, I do know that you are rational and you think this stuff through. Um, but it's, it, that seems to, be, to me to be an easy way for people who don't want to have to think it through. Well, we can't, go, we can't do that because it will lead to this. No, I'm not saying that's the argument. What I'm right, saying is right. that it, it, it goes to the trust. Right. It goes to the and, fact and that's that, fair. that you that's can't fair. trust that's the fact that I think is fair. the other side. If, if they're going to lie about one thing, they'll surely lie about something else. But and, I, I, I do got to jump in there because they're fucking lying about what, uh, you know, Democrats or liberals or progressives are saying. They're lying. Hang on. I'm gonna, we're going to screen share here. I'm going sh to share a clip. You know, and uh, and if you're listening to this on audio, you'll, you'll still be able to hear it. Hang on. This better be a legit clip and not like feet pics or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, which direction do you want this show to go? We're pretty open here at Zen Sandwich. We can go anywhere you want, buddy. Hang on, let's see. All right, let me play you a clip from uh, your senator to the north, Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn. And this is a, this is a U.S. senator. This is not... A Congress, I, I can actually see how like a Marjorie Taylor Greene can get in there, although she's she's more insane, that's for sure. Oh, she's fucking crazy. <laughs> the, oh my, you know, I can't, I just can't even imagine voting for that person. But, uh, um, this is a senator, I mean, this is a big deal. All right, so we'll, we'll play it like uh 30 seconds or and I'll I'll stop it at one point, I think. And you know, when you talk about country music and I know the left is all out now trying to change country music and make it woke when I'm talking to my friends who are musicians and entertainers I say if if we have a socialistic government if we have Marxism let me stop right there did you could you guys hear the audio okay yeah okay yeah. so she just put she just lumped together in one sentence if we i'm quoting her if we have a socialistic government if we have marxism she is equating those two they are not the same that's what I, I i play this now because you mentioned uh being disingenuous rob and this is the problem and why i would never vote for this person because that is a disingenuous statement now, Wait a second. Are you actually telling me that you're shocked because a politician conflated two concepts for political gain? Are, no, but are, are I, we seriously going to make this, make this like it's a big deal? Because I hear the words conservative conflated with racist, I mean, on a daily basis. Fair so, I mean, absolutely. If this, is where we're, 
if this is where we are, where we're going to act shocked about this, then we'll have, I mean, we'll have, I'm, Hey, I, uh, great point. We'll have a yeah. whole nother episode on why that's ridiculous too, because, uh, right. that that's a perfect point. I don't, I don't, I don't want a disingenuous politician. You're right. right. Most of them are, but either, either one, she's lying for political gain, which is what you're suggesting that she's being, uh, that she's, uh, conflating this so that she yeah. will get popularity among her votes. So either she's lying, or she's just dumb or she's, or I mean, she's dumb. She just right, doesn't know. Right. And either way, I can't vote for you because now you've just, you've shown your cards. You've shown yes. your cards. You're either stupid or you're lying. Yep. And, and I would say, you know, to Rob's point, I'm not shocked at all that this happens, but that doesn't mean it's not fucked up. Yeah. Like, like it's fucked up when anybody does it, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not well, yeah. shocked, but it still should be better. Like we, we should have better people in politics. Absolutely. Oh, amen. Let, let, <laughs> let me share the rest of the, I think the, the video clips, cause it's going to have Marshall Blackburn on the screen for the last two minutes of us talking about it. But let, let me share the rest of the clip. You are going to be the first ones who will be cut off because the state would have to approve your music. And, you know, Taylor Swift came after me in my 2018 campaign, but Taylor Swift would be the first victim of that because when you look at Marxist socialist societies, they do not allow women to dress or sing or be on stage or to entertain. That's enough. That's enough of her. Uh so I think she's actually conflating it with like Islamic extremist society. She absolutely right. is. And here's the problem with that is that somebody's going to believe her. Right. And that's the oh, fucking yeah. problem. That's the fucking they put problem. Her in office, didn't they? Is somebody's <laughs> going to believe her when that is just utter 100% complete bullshit. Yeah. Uh, a Marxism. Go ahead, Andy. I was, I mean, I'm just making a smart ass comment. If she were to come into that interview and when he asked that question, she just pulled her pants down and then just shit everywhere, just rocketed, you know, just shit all over. It would not have been qualitatively worse than what she offered there. Like, I mean, at least I would offer that entertainment value. Politicians I might vote for the. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, at least that's honest. Yeah, right. I'm saying, that's <laughs> right. At least it's honest. Yes, it probably caters to a very niche market in, of the internet. Mm. Um, <laughs> not as niche as you'd like. It wouldn't have made any less sense uh, than than or any more sense than what she already said. I mean, it, it, it was insane. Let, let, yeah. let me just run through a list of countries that incorporate some form of social democracy. Norway, Finland, Sweden, Denmark, Great Britain, Canada, the Netherlands, Spain, Ireland, Belgium, Switzerland, Australia, Japan, New Zealand, Germany, France, Portugal. Taylor Swift can perform in all of those countries. And probably has in most of them. So, Rob, what say you to defend the right on this bullshit? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not going to defend that. That's a hot mess. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think, it, again, I would say, you know, you know, if you were to indict every politician who has uh, conflated two different concepts in order to make a political point um, and and throw them out of office, then D.C. would be empty. Um, and probably most state legislatures and local offices, like right. municipal as well. Maybe uh, it know, should be. I was going to say, I mean, then why don't we do that? 
I mean, I, I, I would ask, you know, more so, you know, when we talk about this issue, it would be more along the lines of what's the, you know, like, what's the real issue here? You know, as far as, you know, when we, when we get down to brass tacks, it, it's, it's a branding issue. Right. And, you know, this is simply one politician from one party trying to brand the other into something. And, you know, both parties do that. And, and so I, I think what you're seeing is, is that the Republicans have been successful in branding the left as Marxist communist, <laughs> just like the left has been very successful in branding the right as the party of old white people and not being on the side of, you know, minorities. Now, neither one of those things is true. Um, you know, there, there are plenty of policies on, you know, the conservative side that are very, um, you know, pro-minority. Um, you know, th there is no, I, I'm, you I'm know, not common ground. I'm not, I, I'm going to cut you off. And I, I know one of our viewers is going to be upset with that, but, uh, um, have you been to a Trump rally? I have. I did. I went to a Trump rally in 2016 in Panama City Beach, Florida, just to oh, see. Oh God! It. I did. I did just to see it. I was there. I got there early so I could get a good. You don't get a seat, but I, I got a good standing spot. I was close, uh, and easily. I didn't. I didn't uh, take out my uh, notepad and and physically count. Easily, 99 percent of the crowd was white. Um, white. Okay, but that's Trump. Trump doesn't. Trump is not a conservative. Okay, he's not that's, a true conservative. That's fair. So I mean, I you know, if if we're gonna get in here, you know, I mean, like then I, then we can start talking about you know uh, other politicians on the left that aren't true Democrats. I mean, you know, call a spade a spade. Yes, Trump is you know absolutely caters to a, a very niche demographic, which is why he lost the last election. Um, he lost both, and popular lost the popular vote pretty handily in both elections. Both. Well, the, I mean, the popular vote is meaningless because we have right. the election I'm, power. But I, but but it, but it does say something about his, you know, the amount of people that actually. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he, he's. I mean, he, he's a right. niche politician. Um, you know, why, he's, why, he's, he's an he's an outlaw. Right. Why why does he still have somewhat of a platform? Is it just because there's enough assholes around that that want to hear what he has to say? Well, because he's a, you know, I mean, look at any nationalistic, I mean, you know, uh, politician throughout history, they appeal to a certain segment of the population because fear is a bigger driver than, uh, you know, hope and change and, and, and all of these, you know, other lofty, you know, like, I mean, look at Andrew Yang. Um, the guy had a pretty good showing in the last national election and he comes in fourth in the New York City mayoral race. Yep. Um, because people were worried about crime. Crime was going crazy in New York. So they elected, you know, like the former police officer who's, who's up there hollering about law and order. Uh, you know, fear is a bigger driver than these other things. And so that's why Trump is popular. But I mean, as, going back to the, you know, socialism and, and Marxism, um, you know, look, yes, the right, it has basically branded socialism to be the same thing as marxism communism it's not it's not but but it, it's it's simply a branding issue and so uh, th there's just as much blame here on the left 
for not branding it the right way. So Republicans I mean, are better at marketing is what you're basically saying. Oh, no, no. If they were, then they would have won. They wouldn't be on the minority in, the, in Congress and not have the White House either. It's just that's not what's important right now to most, Amer to most of the American people. Most people are not vested in, you know, socialism. Um, I think a lot of people are vested in certain socialistic policies. They just don't know that's what it is. That's right. well, amen. That's exactly right. That's, that's, that's probably the biggest issue with this is a lack of education and right. knowledge. That's what we're trying what to do. That's what I'm trying to do. Because here. I mean, fundamentally, social security is a socialist policy. It is. And Medicare and Medicaid. Um, I voted. I voted for Bernie in the last two uh, Bernie Sanders in the last two primaries, mainly because of two policy because he, he seems to take climate change the most seriously um, and because of uh, universal health care our health care system uh, leaves a lot of people out and and we've got to do better um, I, I don't consider myself a socialist but can't we be a little more socialist than we already are because we have wrote like our tax money goes somewhere healthcare um, healthcare education are the, right. the two things that I want like what Right. I, I'm not a Marxist. That's bullshit, man. Right. I, you know, I, I want everybody to have health care. And I live in a country now. Everybody's covered. Yeah. Everybody's covered. I, I got to pay if I go to the doctor a little bit. I pay like 20%, right? <clears throat> and but I pay there are people going bankrupt in America um, because of... I had a hospital stay. In I had a hospital stay in America before I got here. And uh, for a few days, and I got a bill, 50... I, I wasn't insured. Uh, at the, I, I was in between coverage. Mm. And so at that moment I was uninsured and I got a bill and it was 50, it was over $50,000. Right. And I looked at it and I, you know, at first there's the kind of shock value of like, I was there like three days and that's $50,000. What, what the, you know, what the fuck? And then I, and then, I, I mean, it was so overwhelmingly inflated. I, I laughed. I was like, <laughs> Good luck getting fifty grand out of me, buddy. Yeah, that, that would have been my first payment. My first idea, statement is, "I'm not paying this." <laughs> it, it it only took me about four seconds. I was like, what is "Yes, about? my credit's going down to 400 <laughs> Right, and I mean, I was like, "That that would be better." Just okay, toss right. my credit, then you get fifty grand out of me for a three day hospital stay. Yeah, and um, but none of that happens here. And I'm not trying to say Japan's better than America. We got our own problems here. And, you know, uh, I, I'm not trying to say Norway is what we should be. Can't we a little try towards just healthcare, healthcare and education? I well, mean, and we already do education to a certain extent. And that's why. Not college. You know, not, well, and that's, you know, paying for school, for uh like in-state colleges or, or community college as a, as a government program isn't a new program. It's just extending an, a currently existing program. Um, of, of, I mean, all my kids have gone to public schools. I, I participate in these social programs. Um, and so it, it, the discussion just lacks nuance on both sides. It, you know, Republicans, a lot of Republicans say any social program is socialism, is Marxism, uh, is no Taylor Swift albums, um, because that makes sense. Uh, and then the left doesn't do a good job uh, of of combating that and giving any kind of education or nuance to the discussion. It's just, you know, it, it's not as, it, I, I think what you said about fear um, is important. It's, it's easier just to appeal to people's fear 
you know, legislating is work that probably needs to be done with a chisel. Um, but politicians come in with a sledgehammer. That's just a shame. To, it That's is. A shame. What, what it you, is. Said my, you said Rob, my favorite word, Rickles, nuance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, nuance is, is lost in American politics today oh on God. both sides. How do we get it, it back? Oh, absolutely. How do we get, Rob, how do we get it back? Uh, get rid of the, uh, 24 hour news cycle and, uh, and media outlets or, or, or somehow convince the vast majority of Americans who, who, uh, you know, digest all that to stop. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, 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 the media is, is driven to chase the high of a nine 11 type event and, Absent one of those right. events, they turn every little minor news event into a 9-11 style event from their perspective. And just, just to get viewers, um, it's just to get clicks. And as long as they keep doing that, people will be worked up and fearful and they will digest these little labels and nuggets of things that completely lack nuance and, and are completely yeah, and that's an easier thing. I was listening to, to a podcast on a totally different subject. But they were talking about what they called complexity bias, which is the idea that people naturally would prefer a simple lie to a complex truth. That because is, a simple lie absolutely. is just easy to grab onto. It's easy to rally behind. Um, but a complex truth requires investment. It requires conversation. It requires, you know, maybe admitting that you don't know everything. Um, and we're not good at that. But yes, I, I agree. And uh, people do want sort of bite-sized uh, information. You know, they just just give me a pill, tell me who to vote for. Uh, Rob, I want to go back to your point then and and ask you because I agree with it. Uh, and I think that the especially the point about we got to stop, we got to get people to stop just buying wholeheartedly into. Uh, an echo chamber message, whether it's MSNBC or Fox, you know, whether it's left or right, you know? So what is your advice? This is the five minutes Zen, I guess we're going to do for this one. Uh, what's your advice for someone? Uh, I, I think about my, uh, I'm not going to go down a weird path here, but I think about my mom, she's deceased now, but she, uh, she was someone who wasn't as politically minded, say as the three of us, but she cared and she voted, you know? And, um, and so she does. She doesn't have the time to. She didn't have the time to invest and say watch and meet the press on Sunday, uh, but she still wants to make the right decision. She she cares about the country. She cared about the country. So what do you say to somebody like that? That they're not a political junkie like us, um, but they still want to do the right thing. They want to vote. Where do they go to get their information? I'd like to start with you, Rob, because you you did bring up the point about 24-hour news cycles and, you know, the sort of extreme extremism that people buy into. How can people get out of that? Basically, read and view things and listen to things critically um, with an eye towards, you know, I'm going to go check on that myself. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I you know, it, I think it's fine to sort of digest. I mean, I read, um, uh, I don't watch any of the news channels, but I read their, their stories online. Um, and then I also read things that I trust, um, like BBC, um, 
you know, uh, I have found is, is fairly non-biased. Um, but then I also just look up a lot of stuff, you know, like if, if you see an article about uh, a, a bill in Congress that's being debated, go look it up and see, uh, you know, most of these bills you can go to, uh, you know, the congressional website um, and actually look at like a summary of it and read it yourself. There's so much spin that is going on. Um, you have to evaluate that critically. And I think it's one of those things where like it snowballs. And, you know, the first time I, you know, read about something and then went and actually looked behind it and realized that, hey, this is a reputable, I think it was a New York Times piece. Um, and I actually went and did a little research. It took me probably 20, 25 minutes to do this research. And I realized this article was incredibly spun and you know, like it was kind of a, it was kind of a, a cool feeling like, Hey, I just figured something out that probably millions of people aren't, you know, getting this point and it'll, it'll encourage you to do it more. And, and the more you do it, the more of a critical thinker you become because you realize, Hey, there's so much more to this and you become addicted to getting the real story and not just what you're being spoon fed. And, uh, you know, th there might be a certain level of intellectual curiosity that has to kind of be present there for people to just kind of, you know, so, I mean, there may be some people that just, they just don't care mm. to go to that level. But I think, you know, maybe we can teach that a little bit in schools, yeah. um, you know, to, to question yeah. things. I'd be all in favor of that. You know, take what, what you're being spoon fed. And, and I mean, I had teachers that, uh, that taught me, you know, legendary civil rights uh, icon, Julian Bond was one of my professors in college. And uh, I mean, he was one of those people that just challenged you all the time, even things that he was saying, you know, he's, go check it out for yourself, go do the research on this. It, you know, um, I think we need more of that at lower levels in our, in our education system where, you know, it's not just the, the folks that are getting college degrees and graduate degrees. It's, you know, the kids in fourth and fifth and sixth grade teaching them to kind of read something and go, just because somebody put this on paper doesn't mean it's gospel. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Andy, thoughts? Um, I think it'll probably pig, piggyback off of what you said, Rob, that, um, but, but making a little more personal or relational is understand that the people on the news and the politicians, they're just trying to sell you something, whether it's their viewpoint or whether it's a Camry, um, they're just trying to sell you something. Uh, so, so don't trust them. I mean, I'm not saying that everything that they say is categorically false, uh, but, but don't trust. I, I, it's the same advice I would give people who are listening to a preacher. Don't trust because they're trying to sell you something too on some level. Yeah. Um, and so, but trust the people you know, th these conversations that we have help me, like, stretch me out. Yeah, because, me too. You know, I, don't, I don't view the world the same way. I mean, you know, Rob, you and I have a lot of differences, but I respect you. I respect your viewpoint because you do the work. Um, you listen to, to what I have to say. Um, even if, the, if you push back on it, you do it in a way where it doesn't, you know, break down our friendship. Um, that needs to be a, a skill that we teach, too, is how to, how to disagree agreeably. Um, and, and have those conversations with people close to you um, and trust them and not trust the people who are just trying to sell you something. That's a great point. Great. Yeah. Point. I, I think basically the moral of this episode is to be more like Mark, Rob, and Andy. 
<laughs> on that note i just lost half my uh demographic there. Um, i'm glad you said that at the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they've already tuned out by now anyway um if you are still with us then you might have you might be willing to give three dollars to the podcast go to zen uh patreon.com slash zen sandwich help out the show you will uh you'll help bring back andy and rob to the program for more political hijinks <laughs> so, on, that, on that note thanks fellas i uh i appreciate it brothers <laughs> till next time peace